Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, just a, a, a follow-up from last week. Disney announced that uh, January 10th is the final return trip to the airport for Magical Express. So... I guess if you booked a 10-day trip and you left on New Year's Eve from the airport, then you still have a way to get back to the airport. Uh, But, yeah, Magical Express officially dead on January 10th. Like, dead, dead. But aren't they still making outbound trips during this time? So, I'm I'm assuming there are plenty of people who will go out on Magical Express and come back with Mirrors Connect or... Uh, Sunshine Flyer. Are they like still going instead. outbound? I thought they quit doing I don't that. Know. Okay, well, never mind. So I can't imagine Disney would say you can leave the airport on Magical Express, but you're on your own to get back. You can leave, but you can't come back. Yeah, yeah it, that's that sounds like a very Disney thing to do. Just live I, at no, Disney World. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. That that seems like the best way to do that. I don't know. I I have also seen that apparently. Uh, some of the Uber prices have seemed a bit higher, though I, I don't know, dude. Those reports are so weird to me because my experience with Uber is it's extremely variable pricing. Right. So it's also a really popular time to to be taking trips right now. So I'm wondering how much of it is just related to that and totally has or you know has nothing to do with. Magical Express ending and stuff. Well, and I would imagine that Uber's pricing for airport to Disney World is going to be a flat rate. Like, that's what, when we went to San Francisco, their pricing from MCO or from uh, uh, SFO to the city was a flat 65 bucks one way. So I would assume, like, if it's not now, it will be a flat rate to get from the airport to Disney World because that's a known quantity. And then you can at least, you know, tell people this is how much it's going to cost instead of instead of, you know, keeping it uh, variable. I don't know. I mean, variable makes more money, so everybody likes money. But regardless, yes, Magical Express, the the nail, the final nails are in the coffin and long live uh, Mirrors Connect, Sunshine Flyer and Timbo's. Dirty, dirty bus service. Timbo's old, dirty bus service with luggage handling. Yes, Timbo's old, dirty bus service with luggage handling, which is, in reality, the only thing that we should be talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. Because, Jeremy, you made a discovery. We <laughs> have cracked the code off of a a random Reddit post you read where they said, "Hey, the baggage part of uh, Magical Express." was handled by a third party that went under during the pandemic, and that's why Disney wasn't doing luggage handling. And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. I want to do some research in that because that might be something for us to talk about. And I found out that, yes, it was handled by a a third party, and that third party, as best I can tell, is still in business, Jeremy. (laughs) There is a way to get your luggage from the airport to your Disney resort to this day. Today, you can get your luggage from the airport to your resort, and you don't have to deal with your luggage. Exactly like Magical Express. 
exactly like we wanted last week. Our whole thing at the, at That's the right. end of that Tim, episode. T- Timbo, Timbo has existed this whole time, and we just haven't known about it. And I like this is blowing my mind, dude. Yeah. I would have never even thought to look for this to be a thing because I've, I've never heard of this being a thing. But this is apparently a thing. It is that hard. That you can get luggage delivery. It is hard to believe that in all of the coverage of Magical Express going away, no one that I've seen has even said like, hey, you know you can still get luggage service. <laughs> Just pay for it. Right. I, I have to, like, are, are we just, are we are we running in the wrong circles or something like that? No, it can't be us. Everyone else is wrong. But how have we missed this? Because the only, when I started, when I started researching this, the only information that I could find about it was floridasunadventures.com. Back in September 8th of 2020, they had written an article about this company saying, hey, we've used them like 10 different times to get our to get our luggage at different places around the country, and it's always worked for us. And that is, that, that is the only reference that I can find to this, that in an Orlando Sentinel article from like 2015 when this company took over the, uh, what, the contract from Magical Express to handle luggage handling, that's that's it. That's all that I can find about Bags Inc., which is the name of the company that apparently was handling luggage for Magical Express. And they have a they have a system called Bags VIP, which will take up to two bags forty miles from the airport for forty dollars. And then it's ten dollars per bag for each additional bag from three to eight bags and a dollar per mile if it's over 40 miles. And they say that they will deliver it in up to four to six hours. So that is Magical Express. Like, yes, it's no longer built in to your uh, to your costs anymore. Like, it, it is a separate cost now. But as we, as we were saying last week, dude, this is 100% worth it to not have to think about your bags. Yes, and drop drop 40 bucks or 50 bucks or 60 bucks yeah sure and why is mirrors not in this business with them why has mirrors not because they're because they're trying to get a better deal like that's it's got to be what it is dude there there is there is contract talk between them and mirrors connect there is contract talk between them and sunshine flyer because all of those companies already knew about this that's why they've all said, you know, that they're hoping luggage handling sure. is going to come soon. And there could so I do think there is another side to this and maybe is part of the reason why because I guess the other thing that I looked at when I saw this was why is Bags Inc not making their names more well known? Right? Like when when the contract dropped with Magical Express for whatever reason that it did, and Magical Express was no longer using them, they should have gone on a on a media blitz. Yeah, you know, with every they should have been contacting every uh, you know Disney uh, travel agent, every like wherever they could get their name out there. You know, they should have been getting their name out there. And it kind of makes me wonder if there's not some side of this where 
Disney's going to want their palms getting greased if it gets too popular. And so maybe that's kind of the, the other side of this is mirrors or sunshine flyer or anybody like that trying to trying to get the disney side of it worked out i mean honestly it wouldn't surprise me if that that 39.95 if you didn't have to pay an extra 10 bucks uh i don't know what is the what is the current fee for receiving things at bell services i don't know i've never done it like what whatever that you know because it used to be free right and then everybody was having stuff you know amazon shipping stuff to them at Disney or, you know, doing green grocer or whatever sort of service. And then Disney started charging for you to receive packages at, you know, at the resort. And so I assume that you're probably going to have to pay that fee as well. But I, I don't think it's too crazy. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, honestly, it's it's fine. Like, so you're looking at $32 per person. So let's say two adults. If if it's me and my wife going at the end of this year, two adults, thirty two bucks a person or thirty four bucks a person, depending. So we'll say thirty five bucks a person. That's thirty. That's seventy bucks plus forty. So that's one hundred and ten dollars, and that's more than you would have to pay. But one hundred and ten dollars for Magical Express, basically done. Right. Yeah. It looks like it looks like the fee that Disney charges is six dollars per package. Uh, that's the handling fee for anything that comes in through bell services. And they, you know, they talk about guest shipping items in advance of their vacation to help save luggage space. And I'm sure they would count each piece of your luggage as a package and they would charge you that six dollars. But I mean like that, what that's 12 bucks on your inbound luggage. That's, that's worth it. That is totally. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I mean, the moral of the story here is, now, it still doesn't take care of the other way, which there there was definitely something to that, you know, being able to drop your bags off at Bell Services on the day of to have them go out for you as well. And I wish that that like it actually looks like this bags VIP does offer that sort of a service, but I don't think it offers it. I don't know. I, I honestly have not spent enough time playing with the website. I just played with it enough to say, you know, if I was going from uh, Houston to uh, to Orlando, could I get my my bags delivered? And it said yes. And that was enough for me to be super excited. I don't know that I don't know that they would do the pickup. But even without that, I mean, at least the at least and one I way mean, is the, something. The return luggage, like you're saying, did exist but it is way less powerful than your luggage being delivered to your hotel. Like, cause you have to go back to your hotel or at least with magical express, you had to go back to your hotel to get on the bus anyway. So the only thing you were really saving on was having to carry your bag up to the, the gate, you know, or not to the gate, to the uh, counter, you know, to check it. So, I mean, right. at the end of the day, like you still had to go and pick it up at baggage claim at your home airport. So you, you, you don't have to schlep the bag, you know, what a hundred feet into the gate or whatever. Like it's not that big of a deal. It's so much more meaningful to have the bag delivered to your hotel. So you don't have to worry about getting it and hauling it around the airport when you're, you know, coming back or when you're coming in. So 
I, I think I think right. if you had to pick one way for this to be, having it from the airport to Disney is definitely the most important way. And I I think, you know, I'm I'm gonna do do some more research and, and stuff, but I think barring any kind of a horrible, horrible review or horrible experience or or something, man, I cannot imagine not doing this. Like I and and again, I'm just dumbfounded that no one has reported on this. No article I've read about Magical Express going away has even mentioned, hey, and if you don't mind paying for it, this is the same service, basically, for 40 bucks. Yeah, that's that's the only part here where I look at it and I'm like, did we miss something here? But honestly, as much as I keep looking at it, I can't find anything that we missed here, Jeremy. So. I know, I can't either. It just seems like nobody is either no one knows about it or someone knows more than we do. And like the group, the Disney group think is this service is bad and you don't want it. And if, and if that's the case, then I want somebody to tell me that, uh, you know, ASAP. So that way I can I can say, hey, definitely don't do this. But yeah, I just so I just went to their website and I put in. Uh, what all star movies as my delivery with two bags and it's hmm. telling me thirty nine ninety five. So uh, how am I not doing the? Yeah, no. This is this is and and here's what I love about this, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. This is no longer a Disney specific service once it's bags VIP. So if you ascribe to the the Brad stay off property and save a lot of money side of this some of that money can go to recreating your magical express experience you know yeah, to anywhere to whatever resort or hotel you want right or or just the right. airbnb that you decided to get if that's what you want because yeah they'll <laughs> they'll deliver to an address as well and then you can you know you can pay for your uber black or what, whatever the top level uber is called and have your all of your luggage delivered and you still come out <laughs> super ahead over staying on property you know and and then i guess the uber black would then have to bring you back to uh the airport so that you could get the <laughs> rental car that you're going to need for the rest of your vacation but but even that round trip on that uber you're still come out ahead so it's it's win 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 all the way down man no i i am interested to see what the next week brings and then uh as we come with our tail tucked between our legs going Hey guys, um, yeah. So we really screwed up on that whole bags, bags ink thing. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know, dude. the The short of this is, I don't. I'm not finding nearly as much information as I would expect to find about this place. I will say that I did notice that you know their Yelp reviews were less than optimal, but I think over half of them were from, or at least half of them were from uh, people who had worked there who didn't like working there. And, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want a place to be a crappy place for people to work, but they're also like mostly reviews from 2017 and older. I think there are, there was two reviews from 2021 and one review or one or two reviews from like 2020 and everything else was older than that. So, and it's only 15 reviews total, which again is a way smaller number than I would expect for a service like this priced the way that it's priced. But 
I don't I don't know, man. I I'm I'm super interested to hear about this and you know, we're we're going to be driving for our upcoming trip, so I won't be using the service uh because as cool as it sounds, I don't I don't I as far as I've heard, TSA has some uh reservations let's call it reservations about just <laughs> dropping your luggage off and then not I getting on a fly flight my bag there so that someone can pick it and up at the I, airport right and they'll and they'll drive it, it to another sense. location it's sense. all it's all cool though it's all on the up and up yeah yeah so i i probably won't be doing this but i look forward to uh to hearing from you or uh from one of our listeners like i i want to know how this actually works out uh, for for somebody unless it works out poorly and then well i still want to hear about it then i'm gonna feel real bad because you know we were we recommended this so if you want to wait and let jeremy be the guinea pig well, yeah. i'm totally and cool again, with that barring any any kind of unforeseen uh negativity i will definitely be taking them up on their offer of getting my bags and on the plus side Jer- jeremy is 110 per- like he we we found this yeah two minutes before we started because as soon as we saw it we're like we got to start recording jeremy had already called his wife (laughs) in to say hey are you still awake because he had to show her this thing so jeremy is definitely 110 percent on board for using this service he he will be digging deep over the next couple of weeks if this is truly the same company that did magical express I I'm in. All I'm saying is, in 2015, Orlando Sentinel said that they were. So, I mean, unless sometime between 2015 and 2020, they became not the company. They were the company. Also, uh, so this week, this week, Rock and Roller Coaster closed unexpectedly and remained closed until uh, as, until we were, as we're recording uh, Sunday night, uh, still closed. It's been five days. That it that it's just been unexpectedly closed, um, and I feel like that happened several months ago, where Rock and Roller Coaster was just like closed all of a sudden for three or four days. Um, what's happening? What's happening to Rock and Roller Coaster, Brad? This is a very important attraction for Hollywood Studios. <laughs> this is not a this is not a good attraction to be uh, intermittent. They already have one of those, and it makes people angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is super intermittent. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like what they were, didn't, didn't they have to evac some guests, uh, earlier this month or something like that? Or sorry, I guess last, I'm, I'm forgetting it's January already. Like mid December, they had to, they had to evac some guests. I kind of remember that. So I'm wondering if something is just, you know, it's one of those things where they evac people, they, put some gum on it to get it working through the you know as long as they could and then they realized that the the gum wasn't holding anymore so maybe they actually had to shut it down to do a a real fix or something like that i don't i don't know this is one of those really i i guess on the plus side we haven't seen them cut a hole on the top of it so oh i do i want to come back to that in just a second um after we get done talking about this but brad's referring to the hole that was in uh hollywood or in uh, uh tower of terror I, rock and roller coaster is a complex attraction you know like it does have a launch that goes very very quickly and so it is a a more complex roller coaster than just you know a normal go up a lift hill 
Yeah. Click, 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 click. So I guess oh. there's, you know, there's some, there's something, maybe the launch isn't going as fast as it's supposed to or something, but man, it's just, I don't know, when you have a, a park like Hollywood Studios, it's light on attractions. Uh, having one be down unexpectedly is not great for flow and, uh, you know, like people eating, but also just worrisome. Like, is this, is this thing getting old i mean maybe but at least it's in you know they they, they're running the exact same coaster what in europe outdoors and this one's indoors at least so you'd think it would be it it would be lasting better than that one was i don't i i guess the one thing that i am kind of curious about though is i don't know that it's is disney's hollywood Studios still light on attractions at this point I mean, comparatively speaking, yeah. I would say Hollywood Studios and... Well, man, is it? It's... That's I mean, that's what I'm saying. Epcot and... Epcot and Animal Kingdom are both lighter than Hollywood Studios. I guess, yeah. I, I guess my thinking is a little bit outdated on that. Because, yeah, it's really not anymore. Right. Because if you're, if you're still thinking, like, pre-Toy yeah. Story Land, pre-Star Wars... Hollywood Studios. Well, and and that's I'm, the Hollywood Studios. I tend to think that's the, the Hollywood exact Studios same way. that's in my head. The one with Great Movie Ride and Star Tours, and then uh, Sunset Boulevard, where you have Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, and that's it. Right, and and you've got uh, Streets of America and um, Lights, Motors, Action. <laughs> there you go, and and you hope that eats a lot of people because it needs to, but that's not really the case. In fact, I would. I don't know what is the what is the lightest park. I, I think right now, like to as it currently stands, I think maybe the lightest park is Epcot right now. Attractions, like I, well, yes, but you have all the Circle Vision. You have the theaters. Well, I, and... I don't want to count. Let Let's not count well, those. But then, so you're not counting Finding Nemo and Festival of the Lion King in Animal Kingdom. I'm I'm not counting Finding Nemo because Finding Nemo isn't open. So yeah, I'm I'm really cool not counting that one. And yeah, so I guess not counting Festival of the Lion King, not counting the birds. So you've got what? tough to be a bug. I uh, I count that because it's it's more than just a movie, right? Circle Vision is just a movie, and some of those like Festival of the Lion King, you you basically just sit there i don't i don't know yeah it, it becomes hard what is it? art brad to, what, to make what that this right <laughs> what is attraction so yeah i mean i think animal kingdom and epcot attraction wise are light i would say that stuff to do wise animal kingdom is still the lightest because epcot's got a ton to do but if you're just looking at attractions yeah i guess i guess epcot like ride, ride a track. Although living with the land is just so much more than an attraction. Like it counts for ten. It's fungicational. It's a way of life. So there is that, right? I I still want to do the behind the seeds tour, man. Well, this has gone really <laughs> off the rails. From, rock and roller coaster. From from yeah. rock and roller coaster is down to I really want to do the behind the seeds tour. Uh, so I don't I don't know what the issue with rock and roller coaster is. I just. I hope that it's not an extended uh, downtime for for too much longer. They've got plenty of time, though. 
researching that did point out to me that what apparently Expedition Everest, I t- I don't know how I was oblivious to this, is going to be closed from January 4th through mid-April, I think, isn't it? Yeah, for routine that's, maintenance. That's the current... Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big routine. Uh, though I don't know. At the same time, uh, the people mover was closed for how long, and nothing changed. Oh man! Yeah. So nothing. Maybe maybe this is legitimately just routine maintenance. But man, that that's kind of a bummer to me because that means that Expedition Everest is going to not be open when we take our trip, and that's sad because I like going Expedition Everest. Now here, okay, here's the question for you. Take away Expedition Everest from Animal Kingdom versus take away Rock and Roller Coaster from Hollywood Studios. Which park just became which? Which is the bigger loss to a park? Because both of them are roller are are you know premier roller coasters within oh, their park. Everest from Animal Kingdom is a bigger loss. Hollywood Studios yeah, still has uh, Slinky Dog, which is a great coaster. Yeah. So I again I think that. It's it's weird because my thought process was the same as yours that they are so light on attractions, but yeah, I think we're just I think we're we're still living in the uh, in the old days, Jeremy. And yeah. and with that, what did you want to talk about about uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Tower of Terror? When we discussed that of the hole in Tower of Terror, um, you know, we thought it was like engine maintenance or, or motor maintenance or whatever. Um, so. I, in researching that, found out that uh, in order to replace the motors in Tower of Terror, you have to cut the roof off. So the motors are like in the next, I think, five to ten years are coming up on the end of their useful life. And so at some point they're going to have to cut either, I I think they just cut holes in the roof above, you know, the elevator shafts, but they're going to have to cut big holes in the roof of Tower of Terror to pull those motors out and replace them because they're so huge. That's going to that's gonna be something to see right there. I want to I wanna yeah. see that. Gosh, where... That's going to be closed for a long time. I, see, I don't know about that because if it's... If those motors should... I would, I would think that that sort of stuff would be designed to be replaced... And they are at the extreme top of the structure. Right. So it's not like they'd have to, you know, cut in and then dig down or whatever. They'd be at the extreme top. But you've got to get a crane. Oh, my goodness. Where would Disney ever find a crane? (laughs) They've never had a need for a crane. They don't even know who to talk to about cranes. Hey, I have one photo that I took of Cinderella's castle with no crane in it. So just saying. Living that that no crane life. But I just think, I, uh, honestly, I think if they had to replace the motors, they would take that opportunity to, like, put scaffolding up and redo the outside, you know, clean it up or whatever. But I just thought it was very interesting that, you know, we were saying, well, maybe they were, you know, replacing motors or doing something like that. But no, no, no. Those motors are so huge. Maybe they were maybe they, they were can, replacing a piece of a motor yeah, or something. Yeah, a brush or something. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they were not replacing the motor wholesale. Well, yeah. I... Somehow I I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong here and I'm okay with being totally wrong, but I would think they could get those motors replaced in less than uh what, February, March, April. Three months. Three months. So yeah. could still be done in less time than this routine maintenance on 
uh, Everest is going to take. And could they? Would they keep two of the shafts running? Ooh, and I, replace. So replace the two, right? Because you have two sh- two shafts for one fourth dimension scene. So you replace the left two shafts, get the roof patch back up, get everything up and running, open those two, close the other two, replace those, because that building is basically two completely separate ride systems. I think they absolutely, so could, I think they absolutely do that. You run at 50% capacity for six months while you replace it or whatever, and then you're up and running. Right, because, well, so I guess what it probably comes down to is how much slower if it, if at all how much slower is it to do it in stages versus just getting to do it all at once and if it's not that much slower then absolutely because that saves you from losing an attraction in the park and mm-hmm. even if you know even if hollywood studios is not as bad off as animal kingdom and epcot when it comes to attractions right now you never want to lose an attraction if you can't if you don't have to lose an attraction. Right. So I I think they absolutely do that. The Tower of Terror is is like their you know th- the glyph that they use for Hollywood it's studios the and a lot of just, stuff. Just call it the, the weenie. Yeah, I just I, I know you I know you have a problem with it, but that's what it's called. It makes me so uncomfortable to watch all those Imagineering documentaries and stuff and just to see all those guys just throw the word weenie around like it's nothing. Because it is nothing, Jeremy. You're just so you weird. just need to grow up past 13 and you won't have this issue anymore, man. It's a weenie. It's a weenie. It's a weenie. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Bye.